My name's Maya Billick. I'm joined by Dan Gordon. You had Let Go by Tanache. It's for the record, and we've got another album to unpack this week. Before we go any further, we'd like to acknowledge that right now we are broadcasting on stolen Gadigal land. We pay our respects to elders past and present and extend that respect to any First Nations person listening in right now. Redfern is the heart of Indigenous sovereignty and resistance in the colonial project of so-called Australia. Sovereignty was never ceded. This week on For the Record, we're continuing our year-end list of the five records that we absolutely adored, uh, kicking it off with Marcus Whale last week. And what better way to continue on with the records than the Tanache album, Triple Three? Now, by no means are these albums ranked numerically or in terms of merit. There are so many other albums that we couldn't squeeze into this next few weeks but yeah and that's not to suggest that records that we have already done wouldn't have ended up on these lists either no not at all but we couldn't be more excited to be going through an album by to be honest an absolute dark horse i think you and you and i would agree for us yeah and but also surprisingly someone who and i mean i'm i'm still like was introduced to her this year still relatively new someone who has been in and around the music scene for a really long time, I would argue is to say is becoming a, a like a new age veteran of R and B music. Totally. Um, if you didn't guess, we are of course talking about Tanache, recently independent artist who was previously major label signed with Triple Three. We're going to dig a little deeper into this, but you can see she's edging on music that she has. Music that is both coming back to her roots and, in many ways, a brand new chapter. Born in Kentucky, before she moved to California at a very young age, she was a super versatile pop artist with, of course, very strong roots and ties to R&B music. She always adored both singing, songwriting and the whole creative process and she ended up leaving high school a year early while in California doing the LA thing to focus 
totally on her career. And I think what most people forget with this news about Tanache being independent is that in many ways, as most artists do, not only did she start that way, but she flourished independently. Yeah, and that was what I was going to kind of bring up next. I think that there's a there's a very clear pattern emerging within R&B music and in particular big label R&B music that a lot of these artists get snatched up early and then benched. Yeah. And then left to kind of uh, fend for themselves, so to speak, you know, within the music world, not getting a whole lot of love from their label, maybe told that, yes, they're important, but secretly... The label don't really have many plans to continue or push their career that much, you know, aside from them not wanting another label to get their hands on them. And, and you've seen that happen with Frank Ocean with Nostalgia Ultra, you know, mm. until he kind of had to force their hand and, and get their attention. But, I mean, even away from, like, the Doja Cat sense where Tinashe was an artist who put out a couple uh, singles independently... She comes from mixtape culture, which not a lot of artists do in that they quickly package and release short, sharp and to the point releases. Her debut solo mixtape was recorded at home back in 2012, nearly a whole decade ago. And that is what led to her signing to RCA and sharing a formal follow up a few months later. Yeah, and I mean, you've seen really steady, constant growth with Tanasha's music. Every release is just a little bit more ambitious than the next, always kind of focusing on pushing the boundaries on what R&B music can and and will be, you know, in the future. And I yeah. think this, this, this record is absolutely continuing down that path. And, and even more so, I think that there's... There's so many weird elements to this thing, but she always has this tendency to know exactly when the right moment to snap back into, I don't want to say traditional R&B, but make it just that little bit more palatable for the listener. Yeah, I mean, but also you got to take into account just before she left her label, she seemingly had mainstream pop domination in her fingertips. She's collaborated with everyone from Kay Trinata to Iggy Azalea, Schoolboy Q, Buddy. The list is too long uh, and it would be reductive to go through it all right now. But she had it all. And the fact that she still essentially turned it away, which is not only a pretty ballsy and gutsy move, but also extremely risky in this music scene, especially... Uh, it had every possibility of being a chance for her to fall flat, but instead, as Triple Three demonstrates, and what we're going to discuss over For the Record today is how much this album is very much a masterstroke and Tanache's best yet. Yeah, absolutely. Unrestrained from the commercialism of the majors' bottom line, we're hearing probably some of her most creative work. It's indulgent, sexy, everything that she aspires to be as an artist and more and risky above all else and one of the best of the year in our humble opinions we're going to jump into a bit of the record with the track i can see the future you're tuned into for the record on fbi radio i can see the future and it feels like paradise and it feels like paradise get ready for love get ready for me Myself. 
See the future. We went into X, Shy Guy, and right there, Bouncing. If you've just joined us here on FBI Radio 94.5 FM on digital radio and streaming at FBIRadio.com, my name's Maya Billick. I'm with Dan Gordon, and this is For the Record, a weekly album show. 
Just before we heard that mixed bag of tracks, we were relaying to you how significant this release is, not only for an artist like Tanache, but for Tanache, who's been working to build her career over the last decade. She was seemingly on the cusp of major cross-cultural stardom, you know, like your Cardi B's and your Scissors and your Nomani's on the world of the world. And that's not to say that she hasn't done that, but the fact that she pushed it all aside to pursue her career independently and get experimental and creative, especially musically, is what makes this album stand as one of our favourites here on For The Record of 2021. Describing her music as rhythmic pop that explores the genres of alternative R&B, pop and hip-hop. And one of my favourite examples of this is on the track Shy Guy that we just listened to where she jumps into a jungle beat before absolutely ditching it um, and deciding to go for a straight-up R&B banger vibe. And that kind of, I don't want to call it indecisive, but for lack of a better word, I'll call it indecisiveness, is all over this album. And you, you could maybe take that as a negative, but I tend to look at it as a positive of her exploring every kind of different avenue that her music can go. But you know what? It's It's so playful. And those rapid-fire changes and I want to say odd as a compliment because it's not stuff you'd necessarily expect from an artist like her and her discography to date, but they before you even realise they've happened, it's 30 seconds later in the track. The vocal delivery is super light. It's almost like a breezier uh, control by Scissor. Yeah, definitely. Album. And I, I think that there's... It makes complete sense, aside from, you know, whatever other reasons that she had for going independent. The things that she's trying to do on her last album and now on Triple Three, they're so cutting edge in terms of the R&B world that I think that she probably, not even probably, definitely would have got a lot of pushback from her label wanting a more concise, packageable sound. Um, and, And these are the kind of records that, once they get the recognition that they deserve, then the label goes, oh, okay, well, we were wrong and you almost did our job for you, which is so silly that artists kind of have to do that. But I guess it in, in an age where you don't necessarily need a label, she's kind of proving everyone exactly what a lot of people knew all along, that these labels are out-and-out hit-making machines and don't really give much time to any sort of experimentation at all. Yeah, and you can see that not only has she been, I don't want to say testing, but getting really abstract with the vocals, the production. She's gotten her hands super dirty. It extends also to the features on Triple Three, bringing Jeremiah back, having absolutely wax motif and so much more. It's not like she's trying to reproduce a WAP moment in any way. She's doing what she wants on her terms for the culture without, I guess, essentially being manipulated into do so either. You can feel the energy across this whole album as being incredibly empowering and on her own terms. Yeah, and it's really interesting that she's continued to work with Jeremiah and that because before I saw that feature on here, Late Nights was um, one of the first kind of reference points mentally that I put for this Mm album in terms of like a color palette it definitely has all of those same kind of like deep maroon vibes to it 
Yeah, yeah. You were also saying that it reminds you a lot of Miguel. Yeah, I think I think all these all these albums kind of share a similar aesthetic and and want for pushing R and B outside of traditional norms, and and it's kind of just another example in that canon of people wanting to progress. That said. Take those references as with a grain of salt if you've not yet listened to Triple Three by Tanache because no two tracks sound the same. The vocals might be leading easily into each other like a mega mix, but that's not the case at all. The instrumentals are completely different. There's some EDM even inspired production on some of the tracks and you can see that she's really footnoting her uh, different influences from Britney Spears to Janet Jackson, Sade, Christina Aguilera to even someone like James Blake and the XX. Completely random, but it works and you can see it. Or an artist like Subtract. Mm. We're going to jump into a bit more of the album now. This is Unconditional by Tanache here on For The Record. Drop us a line on 0409 945 945. What do you think? because of what they do in war. Those folks believe one thing of themselves, thinking that they're aristocratic, but yet at the same time they're just hiding and are masked behind their own belief of themselves. Nino, slow it down. Oh, oh, Give me love that 
Kicking it off with Unconditional, we moved into Angels, and then the title track, Triple Three, right there, undo Back to My Heart, all by Tanache, off her record, Triple Three. Now, we've been remarking pretty consistently now on today's show for the record just how significant this album is for Tanache, and needless to say, that's part of the reason why it's ended up on our favourites list of 2021. This album as a whole is very subtle and very coy in its delivery and its intention. It's almost a bit of a subtle flex. Like I said before, there are marks and changes and things you notice well after the fact. And it is very much not only a record that is incredibly special by an artist showing how significant and crucial and empowering her own creative freedom is, but to let her indulge in fulfilling that creative mission is an absolute payoff. Yeah, and I think part of that reason, it's it's an album that doesn't tell you exactly who it's for, exactly what it's trying to achieve, exactly when it wants you to listen to it. All these things, it leaves a lot of that up to the listener, and I think for a lot of labels, that's a really frightening thing to put a lot of money in or bank on um and I'm, I'm really glad that artists like Tanache are still continuing to do things like this and and try those things regardless of you know thinking about x number of streams or whatever the metric that they're looking at you know what this release honestly reminds me a lot about uh Childish Gambinos because the internet who'd protested against his label so hard to release that album in the thick of the end of year break period because he fought so hard to want to deliver a release that resonated with students coming home alone for the first time and who would be digging deep into an album like this. That is exactly the same sense I get from Triple Three by Tanache. Fight for what you believe in creatively and it will it will pay you back dividends. There's an amazing sense of freedom across Triple Three and an excitement in hearing it. Anything can come next. You're not really able to guess where she's going to step in three walks time or four tracks time. And there's no fear or uncertainty. It's very much a rush in the unknown. Yeah. And I mean, critically, we can only hope that Triple Three has set the tone 
for R&B artists everywhere to kind of really continue diving into the process and letting themselves explore, not necessarily thinking about all of the nonsense that kind of surrounds music in general. Exactly. And there's nothing cookie cutter at all about this record. And if more artists were to take some inspiration from Tanache's tenacity, then who's to know what the future holds? If you just joined us on FBI Radio, my name is Maya Billick. I'm a Dan Gordon. This is For The Record. And we are going to dive into more of Triple Three by Tanache right here. Let me down slowly. I said, call on me, call on me, baby And you've been blowing my phone up all night Didn't even notice Wish that I could call back one last time Let me back it, I gotta be focused Ninety-four point five. Feeling right, feeling right, feeling right, living life just alive. Feeling free, feeling free, feeling right. It's a vibe, feeling right. The summer's coming around the corner, and now. 
Small reminders right there. We started it off with Let Me Down Slowly. Last Call, The Chase, and then Pasadena in the middle there. We've been listening to Tanache's Triple Three this week on For The Record. And it's been a nice little adventure. It's been getting to getting to hear the whole thing. Yeah, it's been a lovely little jaunt. But it is time for us to jet and make some room for lunch with Tanita Rizagi. We've done a big backlog upload of our podcast, which is where you can listen back to this episode. Or if you like the full audio experience, tracks, our jibber-jabber and more, head to fbiradio.com slash programs and click on For The Record. We always have a blast hanging out with you. And don't forget, you can always share with us your suggestions on albums. 0409-945-945 is the number. Don't be shy. Or hit us up on email. For the record at fbiradio.com is the spot to do so. We'd love to hear from you. We're going to leave you with Bouncing Part 2. And then it's a wrap. We will see you next week. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh.